0: Welcome to the Marvel at Jesus podcast from Life 90.5, where we talk with Christian music artists and more about the things that wow them about Jesus. I'm Mandy Bowman, and joining me uh, is this guy that you've heard on our radio station with songs like Fires, Weary Traveler, and his latest Rescue, It's Jordan Saint Seer. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jordan.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: <laughs> going good, going good. We'll talk about uh, what wows you about Jesus in just a few minutes and the details on a very, very special Christmas concert, which I'm very excited about Christmas, as you can tell. So we're yeah, really absolutely. thrilled about this thing. Uh, but, uh, but first, some, uh, some fun Christmas questions for you to get to know you a little bit better. Okay, so Let's number do one, do you prefer a real Christmas tree or a fake one?
1: Oh, man. I, I prefer a real one for sure. Really? I mean, it's authentic. It's genuine. However, we bit the bullet, I think, a couple of years ago and got a fake one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why did you make the change?
1: You know what? It just became such a hassle. You know? It's like it's a big deal. And, okay, so we, we moved, you know, uh, recently from Canada to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so we just – we needed to simplify our lives for, you know, the time being. And so we – we went to Costco, bought the tree, and did the thing. And so <laughs> I think, I think eventually maybe we'll put that one, you know, di- in a different part of the house, and we'll we'll grab the real tree. But uh, okay, for right now, we're 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 faking it. Yeah, faking it. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's right. that, that makes make a life a make lot it. easier.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Okay, that's so right. in your house. Uh, we've had a, an actually an argument on our station about this from listeners kind of going head to head on it. Is it okay to decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't think so. No? I really don't. But you know what? Lights are popping up on our tree and they're so beautiful. Or sorry, <laughs> not on a tree, on our street. Okay, yeah. Let's get yeah. that straight. <laughs> we, we have not decorated and we we will not decorate till after Thanksgiving. Um, but it's... It's something else. I I applaud the people that are committed to making it Christmas way too early. It's a See, beautiful season.
0: I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to enjoy <laughs> all of these Christmas decorations, we might as well put it up early to enjoy it longer. It's like it is so much work gotcha. to get it ready. Anyways, that's my thought. But OK. I
1: know. Th- right, it's so- just the overlap. You know what I mean? You're overlapping, <laughs> right. overlooking maybe Thanksgiving. Oh. I'm but, not but overlooking
0: uh, it. We're still having Thanksgiving dinner and being thankful. I'm just being thankful for oh, Christmas a
1: little bit early. But do so. you do you do you put the Thanksgiving decorations out too?
0: <laughs> sure, why not? You know the the, the, the turkey just, right the next to the baby Jesus. Red. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's the it's the to me all I see is clashing of colors. You got your reds, your oranges, okay. your greens.
0: That's a fair you know? point. It is the fall like color scheme versus the Christmas stuff. I can kind of see that. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we can we can disagree <laughs> on that, and I will still see you at all the right. Christmas concert. Okay. But uh, all, all right.
1: right, sounds good.
0: <laughs> what is the strangest gift that you have ever received for Christmas?
1: Okay, okay. So get this. We um, do you guys do like white elephants? Do you know what that yeah, is? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like. Mm-hmm you know, you give something from that you already have kind of thing. Yeah. And then you, and then you, um, it's, you don't know who's giving it. Yeah. I got this, like, uh, it was like a geographically like raised map of, um, uh, of Israel <laughs> It was like, I have no idea who gave this, uh, you know, clearly <laughs> they wanted it out of the house, but it was like, it was this really cool map that they got. I think, from over there and they brought uh-huh. it home and they, they were like, no, this isn't staying in the house anymore. And uh, yeah, so map of Israel.
0: Okay, I mean, that's cool. Where Do you like, yeah. still have it in your house? What do you do with it?
1: Unfortunately, we we don't. I'm not sure what it it disappeared.
0: It disappeared, yeah.
1: (laughs) It vanished. It
0: vanished. 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 Oh my goodness. Okay, so note to self don't buy Jordan St. Cyr and Israel map. Okay. All right.
1: It it might not make it. That's right. It might
0: not make it. Okay, so you're from Canada, right? Yeah. So are there any like different Canadian Christmas traditions that you did that we don't really do in the States?
1: I mean, do you guys get a lot of snow?
0: Uh, not where I am, no. Mm-mm.
1: Right. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> right. So this will work fine. Uh, so we we go sledding, or what we call we call it tobogganing, mm-hmm. you know. And so we we get the sleds, and we you know uh, there's a place about ten minutes away from us back home, and we'd go sledding, uh, tobogganing. We would you know build that frosty the snowman, you know, and get that going. Um, I think. Depending on the weather, if it's crazy cold, we won't do this. But if it's nicer outside, we'll have like a bonfire outside, Ooh. and you'll, you'll dress up with your, you know, your ski pants and your, you know, your parka and your your beanie and your mitts and all that, and you'll head outside. And b- because it's like we have like a dry cold, you can kind of dress for it. Yeah. And so we'll go out there have a bonfire, you know, do marshmallows over the fire, stuff like that. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So- it's great.
0: The Canadian Christmas tradition is just cold. That's okay. It's just cold.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just prepare for it. That's right.
0: It's like we get like 80 degree Christmases here in uh, coastal North Carolina. So it's like, I wish we had the snow thing, but maybe not as much as Canada does. So,
1: okay. I know. Now that we live in Tennessee, it's just so odd. It's Mm -hmm. so odd being like, I mean, we're in November now. Um, It's going to be December soon. No snow. And it's still kind of like you can wear a sweater, which mm-hmm. is so weird it's yeah, very we'd be freezing very different it's off right now
0: <laughs> all right, so the Marvel at Jesus podcast, the whole purpose of it is to really share the things that just wow us about Jesus, whether it 's a, yeah. a Bible story or just something that God's done in your life that has just blown your mind so uh, So Jordan, what is it for you that just wows you about Jesus?
1: Yeah, I've got two things that, that I usually talk about when I play shows or, or just in general in conversation. Um, I'm blown away that, that Jesus is present, you know, mm-hmm. by his Holy Spirit, that he is available right now. And when you call out his name, uh, you know, he is there with you. And he's also, he's, he's gently, patiently knocking on the doors of our hearts, always desiring more. Um, and two, that he wants us to be a part of the work that he's doing. You know, like to me, that's just such a good a good friend is there and wants to be present and wants to move forward with you. Um, I'm gonna. I've got a, something I'll read from if I can find it. I'm in Ephesians two, <laughs>
0: okay. And
1: basically, okay. So it's I don't know where I'm gonna start here, uh, but basically it says for it, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves; it is the gift. of Of God not by works so that no one can boast for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do works which God prepared in advance for us to do I love this idea that you know um, the work that we are doing is something that God has prepared for us to do you know and I think when we get it wrong we we shift works in front of faith Um, but when we put our faith in Jesus and we just pour our hearts into that relationship Kind of the byproduct is well, jesus we just love you and we just want to we want to get to work and we want to do the things that you've prepared for us to do and he's just such a good god um just having those things done in advance so that we know what to do where to go um, all those things um it's just his character and his nature you know he's always looking out for us um so i just you know his presence his availability and uh and that he wants us involved in the work that he's doing. It just kind of blows my mind. You know, we get to be a part of this.
0: I don't get it. I don't get it either. Actually.
1: (laughs) I was thinking about that kind of
0: thing the other day. It's just like, Lord, you, you want, you want me to walk in this, this stuff you've set before me. It's like, I don't really deserve to be in this position you've given me, or I feel so very unprepared or ill-equipped for all of this. Yet you still walk with me through it and give me everything I need in the process of it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's wild. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, uh, you talked about Jesus' presence and, and how important it is that he's, like, right there with you. You just made a big move from Canada to Tennessee. <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, all your family and friends back home are just so very far away. And yeah. the distance there just contrasted with the closeness of Christ. I mean, does that, does that make you feel Jesus' presence even more now that you're so far separated from where you've been so long?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's definitely like, a you know, a daily process of giving him our yes, you know, because mm-hmm. we really we really loved where we were living. We had lived in our home for almost 13 years. Um, we had this, you know, just amazing neighbors, amazing block. My family lived in our town. Uh, my wife's family lived 20 minutes away. We had all the support, you know, and then we decide to move and we moved, you know, just south of Nashville to this town we had never heard of. And it was uh, this point in, you know, the housing market where if you didn't kind of like take the house that day, you weren't getting it. And oh, yeah. so yeah. we had to, we had to get something sight unseen and uh, in a, in a town that we had never been to. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a, a leap of faith because I mean, we're coming from a foreign country and there's so many things we didn't know. We didn't know, you know, we knew the schools, you know, were, were going to be good, but we had never seen them. We didn't know our neighbors. We didn't know our neighborhood. We didn't know, you know, the church we were going to go to all these things. But our prayer, you know, definitely uh, stemming from my wife's point of view was like, God, you know, um, the house we're supposed to live in. You know, the neighbors we're supposed to have the neighborhood, um, the schools, the the kids are going to be in the hospitals, you know, for our little girl uh, who was born with some health challenges, all these things. And we get to this this town and we walk into this house. And we're literally in tears because it's more than we could have ever hoped for. Now, we were uh, we've been renting for two years. And and it's funny because the common story is a lot of people are like, well, we don't want to rent because then when we buy, we're going to have to move our kids, you know, to a different school district and all this stuff. And we were like, well, we didn't have a choice because we're Canadian. We got to get all our U.S. finances now in order. So fast forward two years. Get this. Three houses down from us, uh, they are building the exact same house as the one we're living in, the same floor plan. Um, And it's literally, you know, the high school's in our backyard. The middle school's just over past the street. And we're able to move three houses down, keep the neighborhood, keep the schools, you know, keep all the things that we've built over the last two years. And it just seems like you can't make this up. You're no. Just like what god what are you doing? Yeah. So we're just we're just blown away and it's like we're he's literally going to be of moving you. That's into what he's the doing. Same, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I just uh, I still shake my head and I'm just My wife really says it best. Like when we encounter these situations, uh, she says shut up and say thank you. Because <laughs> mm. that's you know, we can so get on our way and it's like god, thank you. There's just, I can't explain it. I'm blown away. I don't deserve it. Don't earn, didn't earn it. But uh, here we are. And so, like you said, like we are being taken care of.
0: That is good. I love your wife, by the way. It's like I've not even met her, but yeah. I can already tell, like she is a smart lady. Okay, that's amazing. She's a
1: smart lady. Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Love it. Okay, so thank you so much for sharing all of that. Like, what a testimony too. Like, God is so good. Um, but let's uh, uh, let's sh- yeah. let's shift to talking about your music just a little bit. Um, yeah. Your your latest song out right now on uh, on radio, uh, apart from Christmas stuff, you know, is is Rescue. So, can you tell us a little yeah. bit? about that song
1: oh man this so this this is uh you know a story that we kind of held close to our chest we didn't share it for the longest time because we didn't want it to become like this over emotionalized thing but it was just a season we call our our two weeks from he double hockey sticks like mm. whatever could go wrong went wrong um let's see our little girl was in for a routine eye, eye appointment we take her in you know every couple months to check the pressures in her eye and uh and the doctor said, Hey, the pressures are really high. You're going to need, you know, we're going to need to, to do surgery, mm. you know? And that just was like, man, one and a half years old, this little girl, you know, had already been through so much. She, she has, um, uh, a condition called Sturge Weber syndrome. So high, like a lot of seizure activity, high risk of stroke, mm. you know, blood clotting, all that sort of stuff, you know, and at one and a half to get this news, it really, it really took us, took us aback. And uh, so my wife calls me up, gives me the news. She's like, I'll be home in 45 minutes, gets in the car. And uh, the car breaks down like black smoke coming out of the engine. Oh, like my. It breaks down. And so at this point with the news of her little girl, the car, like it bro- broke down in our downtown part of our city. And she's done like, you know, tears, mascara, everything. She finds a mechanic shop around the block, hands him the keys, doesn't say a word. She can barely speak. And he's just like, yes, ma'am. We'll take care of you, and uh, and so she gets home about three or four hours later, and I was jumping on the trampoline with my oldest girl Willa, and she broke her leg on the trampoline, and so my wife's heading home, and to, from the hospital, and we're heading right out, and so that was day one. A few days later, uh, I get, I got a call from my record label. We're about to launch Fires into the U.S. as a radio single to Christian radio, and you know, being from nowhere. You know Canada. Um, this was a huge, huge deal, and mm-hmm. so I was so excited. And uh, I got a call from my record label saying, "Hey, we're the record label's folding, and uh, we're going to have to let you go."
0: Oh And no. I was
1: devastated. So our, you know, our faith, our family, our dreams, everything was being attacked. A few days later, we're in the hospital with our little one, Amory, who has you know seizure activity. And so they pump her so full of drugs, you know, they're just trying to, you know, get her back to her baseline. And it just takes a few days of, you know, living in the hospital, trying to get her medications balanced out. And man, my wife, Heather and I, we were, we were outnumbered, you know, this little girl, her little body was trying to deal with, with so much going on. Um, You know, one second, she's just the sweetest little angel. And then the next minute she's just kind of raging. You know, mm-hmm. just a rage monster, just trying to, you know, figure this thing out. And so, we finally get her back to her baseline. We get her settled, and um, they finally they release us. So we we get back into that same car, <laughs> you know, to drive home. And uh, fifteen minutes down the road, it breaks down again. And uh, oh my
0: gosh!
1: You know, at this point, we were like, "What?" Like, at this point, like this is not coincidence. There's mm-hmm. too much going on. Yeah. You know, my wife is in the middle, back middle seat, uh, consoling Emory, you know, just we're trying to figure out what to do. And then all of a sudden she has this shortness of breath and she's getting tingles up her arm and she's ha- having, you know, somewhat of a panic attack. And uh, she just kind of makes this proclamation and she just says, not today, Satan, mm. you know, and for my wife to say something like that um, is just so out of the norm. Like for real, like she was raised in a very conservative Lutheran upbringing. Yeah, you know, I was I was raised in a very you know charismatic Pentecostal you know lay your hands on the toaster. Very different, yes. You know what I mean. (laughs) And and so, but but really in that moment, she just affirmed, like, "Hey, this is something's going on here. This is not a battle of flesh and blood. Like like there's a spiritual warfare at play." And so, um. My uh, my sister-in-law, she worked in the city. She picks us up. She brings us home to our small town and she gets us the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> you know, so our whole family's eating pizza and uh, within the next two two hours, we all have food poisoning.
0: Oh my gosh. Us.
1: And it is coming out every angle. You know what I mean? Like it is, mm. it's not good. And so my oldest son, Aiden, he decided to sleep it off on the living room couch and he had what's called a fever-induced delirium. Like, I had n- never heard of this. I don't know what it is. Uh, all I know is he's a really, really deep sleeper. And so we, we're kind of keeping an, our eye on him. And we hear some rustling in the living room. So my wife and I go check him out. And he's, he's sat up. He's sitting up. And he's facing, you know, Heather and I. His eyes are open. And uh, he then proceeds to smile and laugh at us like the Joker from Batman. Like, oh it is the my. eeriest creepiest thing that we've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. to see your you, one of your own kind of take on a totally different personality, you know, and again, it, it was, you know, it was the food poisoning. It was all the things. But I just look at my wife and I was like, you know, Satan, is that you? Kind of thing like this mm-hmm. is, this was weird. And it just felt like, it felt like we were being taunted. Yeah. You know, whether that was his manifest presence, which, you know, he doesn't have the power to do that, you know, unless we give it to him. But, but to, to think that, you know, we're under attack in this way, it was just so odd. Um, it just became such a weird two week season, um, to think that, you know, we were doing something that, you know, warranted, you know, the enemy coming after us, mm-hmm. you know, um, But really, it became a proving ground. You know, never once were we worried. Never once were we like, are we going to get through this? Um, It just became a proving ground uh, for God's promise. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like it says in the song Rescue, like uh, the promise of God held true. And that's, I think, what what my takeaway was. It was just an opportunity for God to prove himself yet again in just a big way. Um, And so... Yeah. I don't like hurting. I don't like feeling uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. I think when we can embrace those moments, knowing that we don't stand with our circumstances, we stand with the King of Kings. We stand with Christ. Um, These circumstances lose their power, but it's uh, it doesn't mean we're not going to be confronted with them. And so that kind of like, you know, sums up the story that um, that inspired the song rescue. It, it, It is not, a story of God picking us up and pulling us out of our circumstances, rather mm-hmm. God reminding us that I am with you. You have my presence, you know. And uh, and to me, that that's the ultimate rescue is just knowing yeah. that He is here. It's more than enough.
0: I think that. Whew, okay. What a story, number one. I mean, <laughs> right. two weeks wow. from HE double hockey sticks is an understatement, honestly. Like, that's yeah. insane. But, uh, but, but I really love what you said about you know, God doesn't pull us out of the circumstance. Cause obviously your circumstances were, were just getting progressively worse. So this is like one thing after another right. and, and just right. incessant for a while. But, but I, I think sometimes we as Christians is like, oh, well, God should be you know delivering me out of these circumstances. I shouldn't be having to go through all of this because, you know, if God is good yeah. and he loves me and all the things, but but uh but God God promises we're going to go through tough stuff and you lived that like completely and totally. and he walked with you the whole way through it. And that yes. is just phew, that is good stuff. Oh my goodness. It's like now I'm going to be listening to that there's... song and be thinking about your story like the whole time. That completely changes the song right. for me too. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. I, yeah, totally, totally. I think I think um, God can do whatever He wants. You know, mm-hmm. He can pull us out, He can pull us through, He can do whatever right. He wants. But there is something about the testimony of a faithful, you know, believer and their posture through the storm yeah. that I think the world needs to see. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because the world says uh, bad circumstances equal God is not good or God doesn't right. even exist. Yeah, and I think when we uh, when we carry that posture of of faithfulness of of I don't know surrender even through those times, uh, I think it, it just conveys a message that hey circumstances do not determine God's goodness, um, right. or or or, or um, what am I trying to say? Uh, they don't yeah they don't advocate for his you know non existence but rather the opposite. And I think when we allow those circumstances to, um, to just be what they are, you know what I mean? They're, not, they're, they're neutral, um, and they're kind of guiding us along the way. Uh, I think as believers, they guide us right back into to our Savior's arms. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that essence, they're not all bad. They're really not all bad. Right. And it they're, they're, doesn't mean they're, they feel good or they're comfortable, but if they, if they take you back to Jesus, hey, that's not all bad. <laughs> this <is> good stuff. Ah, <laughs> oh, all right. On. This
0: is ah, uh, this is the stuff I love about the Marvel at Jesus podcast. This is showing how how amazing God is and the truth of Scripture and yeah. and how He pulls us through stuff. Like, oh, that was so good, Jordan. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so we don't have a lot of time left. I think I'm actually kind of over our time with you, so I'll try to wrap it up before too long. But um, but you've got this Christmas concert coming up in Wilmington, North Carolina, December the 17th, uh The Wait Is Over Christmas Tour with You and Consumed by Fire and we are so excited about it. Um in fact, I talked right to uh, Jordan Ward of Consumed by Fire just just recently and he was worried he divulged too much information about the Christmas concert. So <laughs> so I would I would like to know from you, Jordan, what uh what can people expect at the Wait Is Over Christmas Tour?
1: Man, I, I really hope there's a sense of anticipation that we can get, you know, just a greater glimpse of what what God had in store when he gave us his son. You know what I mean? And I know that's a huge expectation. But like to me as a father of four, um, kind of, you know, Christmas has taken on a whole new meaning, you know, for me. And uh, just being a, a dad has, you know, given me, uh, you know, a smaller, greater understanding uh, of what of maybe what God felt you know, giving us his son. And I think that's the hope, you know, we're going to have a time of worship. We're going to, you know, sing classic carols. We're going to do all that and it's going to be great. But at the end of the day, I hope we walk away with something we didn't have before. And, uh, my prayer is that we wouldn't, you know, fill up our cars with gas and then go park them in the, you know, in the driveway. You know, I hope we get out there and I hope this is, you know, just a time where people can be inspired and encouraged that they would go out and, uh, and just really truly live this message you know um i think i think god is he's stirring up the the hearts of man right now you know you can see it everywhere mm-hmm. um and uh i just i want to play a part in that and so i don't want to just put on concerts you know i hope they i hope they become a little more than that and uh that would just encourage people to get out there and and to live their best life with god and i think through that um we'll just draw others closer to him
0: amen well we are we are thrilled about that concert we cannot wait for it when we have uh, listeners already purchasing tickets and ready to go and looking forward to a a good time of of, of not just christmas music but also just a time of worship and a time with jesus too so so we're very excited about it we cannot wait and uh and thank you so so much for joining me today for the marvel at jesus podcast jordan it's
1: been great thank you my pleasure mandy thank you so much for having me
0: If you enjoyed this episode of the Marvel at Jesus podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can get the next episode as soon as it comes out from Life 90.5.